I'm Joe Kane. I'm Sal Conca. And I'm Wayne Heckler. And this is the Imperfect Podcast. Don't forget to check us out at hecklercane.com and everywhere on social media. To the bumper. A little bit about Bad Mary. They draw from their influences like Blondie, the Ramones, Green Day, and Paramore. But they've created their own strain of punk that takes you back to New York in the 70s, but with a modern vibe. Following up on their critically acclaimed debut, Better Days, which was released in 2013, the high-octane four-piece group led by powerhouse singer Amanda Mack, Mike Staub on bass and vocals, Bill Mack on drums, and David Henderson on guitar, they split their latest blast of infectious in-your-face songs into two driving EPs, Killing Dinosaurs in 2015 and We Could Have Saved the World in 2016. Hey guys, how you doing today? Ah, uh, good. Pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So why don't you get us started with a song? I believe you're going to start with Space Girl. Yeah, that's uh, that's off our first album, Better Days. And uh, are you ready? Hello, Earth. Can you hear me? You won't believe what I've seen out in the farthest reach of space. My eyes have seen creation. My ears witnessed destruction. My skin has touched alien the people home, they don't know, they won't believe my story. You gotta tell them what I've seen. I'm just a space girl, rocket packs and lasers for eyeballs. Out here in space, it's cold and terribly lonely. When I come back, people need to see and believe me, but you won't tell them. In our past Venus, basked in a solar flare storm. I flew past Pluto and beyond. Pluto and beyond. Stop to relax on Neptune. I danced through the rings of Saturn. Proved in space we're not alone. We are not alone. The people home, they don't know. They won't believe my story. You gotta tell them what I For eyeballs out here in space, it's cold and terribly lonely. When I come back, people need to see and believe me, but you won't tell them. Sang the shit out of that. That was really cool. Really nice. like that. 
That was <laughs> badass. So what was the inspiration for that song? Um, oh robots. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> robots in space. You know, <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. I wrote that song, or at least the premise. I, I think I wrote, actually, I think I wrote all of that song for the most part, right? You did. I kind of messed around with the vocals a little bit, but that was that was a you baby. That was that was mostly me. Uh, you know, we uh, Bad Mary, we write songs kind of almost like two different ways. It's like um, David, our guitar player, he'll come, he'll write something really cool on his own. He writes stuff pretty much soup to nuts. Um, and then Amanda and I will well, kind of yeah, he'll give me like lyrics mm-hmm. or like an idea of like I have this rhythm, and then here's the stuff that I'm gonna play and do something. And I'm it takes <laughs> it takes a little while. To kind of like but yeah. create around that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's right. really cool. It's always interesting to see what it morphs into because it never mm-hmm. ends up the same way that it was when we first like. And like he'll bring he brings really great ideas to the table with the stuff he writes and some of the songs he writes. I, I mean, I absolutely love playing. I mean, our fans absolutely love some of those songs too. Um, and uh, and then there's the David always jokes around. So there's there's David songs that started with him, and then there's songs that start out with us. And Space Girl was a song that I think I had actually written about three or four years before the band even thought about starting writing original music you know I was uh, I was I was uh, in my bedroom at my parents old house and I was playing around on a keyboard that I had in there and I came up with that little um, that little riff uh, from the chorus this the, the the overarching theme for the chorus that I originally wanted on keyboards and I was working on a weird concept album at that time it was a mistake <laughs> um, but it wasn't actually, it wasn't called experience. it wasn't called space girl at that time it was something it was artistic else artistic development it was something else. Okay. It was it was somehow weirder, uh, stranger than what Space Girl is about. And I think I'll dive into it at another time when uh, when I'm feeling brave. Um, uh, album's respected release date is uh, 2036. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. Working on it. It's never then. did right. Yeah. It's just the concept is never going to go away. So yeah, we wrote Space Girl and we included that in our first album and. Uh, it gives us this kind of like homage to a lot of punk bands. While we do like to write stuff that's aggressive and has lyrics that are about like self empowerment and you know, or just um, you know, if you need just an angry song to like, mm-hmm. just say revolution, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like a revolution type <laughs> song. But like Space Girls, like we also want to pay homage to the stuff that we like. And uh, I'm a big fan of sci-fi and uh, movies and video games and comic books and all that stuff. So that's kind of playing upon that. And, but also, um, you get to have a lot of fun with that. Like, mm-hmm. Space Girl is so... It's a silly song, but when we play it live, sometimes I just get very like, this is so serious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I really appreciate... Uh, you see a lot of punk bands out there and a lot of... You know, they, that label themselves as punk bands. They don't have harmonies that are going quite as intricate as what you guys are doing. Uh, you don't see that out there. Yeah. So Yeah. Especially from local talent, I find, like, a lot of times. I mean, they're... I mean, well, you know we're big Green Day fans. Yeah. I mean, they're they're bringing the harmonies a lot and all that stuff. And um, yeah. but you guys are definitely a little more polished in that area, I think, than some of the other bands we've heard. So I think that's, there's, there's yeah. definitely just a, a musicality to it. You know, it doesn't just because you have a certain attitude behind your music doesn't mean you can't bring. You know, so it doesn't mean it has to have it either. It's just yeah. I think yeah. I think it. that we, you know, Amanda and I can sing together uh, and do harmonies. Um, I don't want to say it comes natural because we do work on them, um, but I think your her background in theater, and uh, musical theater, in general, my background in music and ear training. I went to school for for music. You went to school for theater. I also went to I school did. for business. You answered my question for me, yeah. so then awesome. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I was kind of curious about what the musicality. Where does the background come from? Yeah, so. uh, I'm a jazz. Yeah, we'll scratch guy. that question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when like my dad song. and I actually first started ever performing together was when I was like younger, doing community theater, like musical theater programs and stuff like that. He was always a drummer. Like growing up, my whole life, he always played drums. Was always in bands. 
Um, so when I was a kid in like their um, theater arts training program, almost they had like an after school, like we would go a bunch of days a week. Um, he would play in the pit for those shows. So that's kind of how cool we started doing that together. And the lead singer, his band when I was a kid is actually the person that got me into it when I was younger. Cause I saw her up on stage. She's like, Oh, she looks really cool. I want to try that. Okay. <laughs> we played in plenty of pits ourselves. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. played in a whole yeah. bunch yeah. of pits. That's yeah. a fun animal there. Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> do you, um, do you play any instruments as well, Amanda? Or I've attempted several. Um, <laughs> you can none. play one song on piano. I was in the recorder club when I was in junior <laughs> high school. Ah, <laughs> awesome. Just rocked that. Joe probably has one for his kids. We could bring down. Oh, down so here cool. if you want to play. I have, I have a full set. We could all do it like a nice, uh, you know, quintet here if we like. <laughs> My friend Lily plays two at the same time. The oh well, there you go. After I'd prefer that, if we didn't like, stick. I don't know if I can top that, so I might have to just leave the recording. Hot cross it buns and harmony. She yeah. did that. I, I, yeah, that impressive. was impressive. <laughs> you can play one song on piano, right? I can play like parts of. I can I can hit piano keys. Oh, that's what I can do. Pushing buttons. That's awesome. I have to say, man, you have a very strong voice. Reminds you a little um, Pat Benatar ish. Not not to narrow you down to a style, but in a very good compliment. I, I mean that it's very strong. Be upset with anyone. Right. Making that reference, even right. if you were narrowing it down to that. <laughs> right, like, right. That's, but that's, really strong, both of you guys. I mean, I'm very impressed. I really enjoyed oh, thanks. that. Yes. Thanks. Yeah. Um, Thank Amanda, yeah, she, she, uh, she's got that power, man. That's, yes. that's... I've heard also that Pat Benatar is like a trained opera singer. Oh, I mean, oh. why not? So theater for so you, you, opera for her. Yeah. So you Maybe you and Pat. And if me... that's not true, it was a Snapple fact. I read it Blame them. What's true? I don't know. Blame Snapple. By the way, we're sponsored by Snapple. Sorry, we bleep that out <laughs> no <laughs> definitely not <laughs> um so how long have you guys been together and writing together um well our I which came I, first the relationship or the music well, i don't think we even got we into this <laughs> knew each other first okay. so yes. we knew each other for several years before the band started but we weren't mm-hmm. like together we weren't super close but like we were always in the same circles did you, I don't know. Maybe you'll say something different. Did you know that you were both musicians when you knew each other? Like you knew that um, part. He wore of headphones other? a lot, so I knew he liked music. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, was, uh, I played. I played uh, trumpet in college. I played trumpet all throughout college. Um, I'm a jazz trumpet player um, originally. That's like my first instrument, my main instrument. Awesome. Um, I learned bass when I was about 13. My brother got a bass for like his fifth grade graduation and didn't play it. He was like, "I'm done. You can have it." So I took it and I learned how to play bass. I played in bands all throughout high school. And I played with bands in, in college, and I met Amanda, I hung out with the theater kids because a friend of mine uh, that I went to high school with, also went to college with, he got me, he's a theater guy, so he uh, got me involved with the theater kids. I met Amanda probably like 10 or 12, 10 years ago or so. Um, we started dating way after that. Um, we started dating about six years, a little bit over six years ago. Yeah. And um, we had been in the band, but not writing music at that point in time. We were in a, a, a cover band originally. We used to play all the drama department, um, they had, the, like, uh, parties, parties and, and functions. Or fundraisers. Our, our guitar player David, who um, who uh, he was the chair chair of Hofstra University's drama department for a while, nice. and um, he still has a band on campus, mm-hmm. um, and it's comprised of whatever students are there that can yeah, play, sure. and they usually that's how we kind of started that's, playing together. What happened um, is, is we we start we were played in that so it's band. Still, there's there's some group now mm-hmm. so it's just kind of a tradition that's like nice yeah, we, like SNL where they just replace yeah. characters every yeah. year <laughs> kind, of like, kind of like that it's, like they, it's a David and the Hendersons yeah David and Henderson go. it's his band and, cool. and uh and he, they, they're actually a lot of fun. Uh, we played, uh, fun. we played, I played with them when I was uh, at the end of my college career, and I started playing. Um, I played guitar and bass for them. 
um, in those days. And that's where David and I really got close and became really good friends. And um, after we played a Christmas show or a holiday show um, at Hofstra, a holiday party. And uh, I remember turning around to everyone. I'm like, this is a lot of fun. Do you guys want to continue to do this after the year's over? Because normally well, it would be the end of the year and then we'd, the band wouldn't play and they would get together just for the for holiday party. That and grouping the, too, though. We were all planning to stay like in the Long Island yeah, area. Yeah, we're going to be A lot close. of times you could people graduate and they'll either like stay here or move mm-hmm. you know so we were all like hey we're gonna be around why don't we yeah we were hanging around we would go to david's yeah. house every sunday sure. and work on new music and stuff and making that band really good and then we decided to you know keep the cover band together because we liked it and uh, eventually after a couple of years i hadn't written a music original music um in a while i wrote a lot of original music when i was in high school at the beginning of college i played with bands and I t- went to Dave and I'm like, I really want to start writing. And he looked at me and he was like, I really want to start writing too. So we both kind of started writing on our own. And then Amanda and I really started, you know, we were already dating at that point and we really started uh, coming up with cool ideas. I would throw ideas at her. Luckily, she's a really good uh, lyrics editor. So mm. my... my was an English major. Yeah. Well, so. yeah. That helps. helps. Comes Thomas in handy. <laughs> yeah, my... Uh, definitely comes in handy. Right. I'm not the strongest. I'm not the strongest lyricist. Uh, I find, you know, I find vocal lines and hooks before I find lyrics and I'll give Amanda a general idea I'm like this is a line that I have and I want you to run with it uh, we wrote a song called Soapbox which is on uh, Killing Dinosaurs I think it's the first song on Killing Dinosaurs yeah, and the only line I had was the first line of the song which was I'm not asking a question and I said to Amanda I'm like this is the main lyric this is the idea I want I want kind of like I'm kind of like you're sick of kind of like you're sick of people who who are loud and annoying <laughs> so um, so she it's ran with it it's one of those you can kind of like attribute it to what you're feeling at yeah. that time like we have sure. a couple of those that it's like eh, what do you think this is about for you in your life great scream it you know so right. <laughs> it's one of those songs so yeah. we yeah. we ran with that and, and luckily i have that and you know i love writing with uh with david as well, well. you wrote the bridge for that too because you yeah. sing the bridge on that so that that'll happen sometimes like well you yeah. sing that line so mm-hmm. see what you want to mm-hmm. say right. and, then, okay. and then uh very collaborative absolutely yeah, yeah we're, we're we've, yeah. we've absolutely um, and then we'll we'll hand it over to uh bill and, you're, dad, and he just uh, yeah and he'll lay on top and he'll do something to it Bill on drums just comes in and kind of just uh, does his magic uh, we we have a hard time writing drums uh, it's just I never played drums uh, David can actually play drums he's actually pretty decent but he just he has ideas and he gives them to Bill and Bill just runs away with it like our, our my favorite example of Bill taking the drums to a song and completely changing them we have a song on our first album called Ninja and um, it was really kind of straight up when we first played it, uh, first wrote it, and David did a really cool job with it. But then Bill came in and he started playing like these like James Brown funk drums on it, and he just, I don't know what he does, but he lays back just enough behind the beat to where it kind of has, it has this really cool feel to it, and it's very unique. Um, and uh, we don't, you don't get that with many other drummers that we've experienced with, and uh, that's why it's always good having him in the band as well. We love what they, well, everyone everyone brings something. And that's the thing with a band, any band, whether you're a cover band, original band, right? You're the four people. They generally start to take on roles, mm-hmm. and you know who's got the lyrics, who's got the hooks, who's going to gel it all together, yeah. and like you get comfortable in those roles, and you need everybody to kind of yeah. bring those things to the table. So it's yeah. it's great that you guys have that. That's why probably why you've been together so long, right? Two thousand nine, you guys. Yeah, yeah. two thousand nine we started, and uh, you know even nowadays it's funny because you can tell from our newer stuff, which isn't even close to being released yet, um, that we have for another EP that we're putting together. Um, the songs that David has been writing and the songs that I have been writing or that we've been writing, um, Amanda and I, are starting to kind of sound similar. 
Um, mm-hmm. And well, you're uh, influencing each other. We're influencing like, each other in a positive way. Cool for me to see because I don't, I don't. Again, I can't really play anything, so I don't write. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but without, yeah, but you're. I mean, you're responsible for a lot of those those vocal yes, flourishes I am, that make the songs. Not forget it. There you go. In case we didn't <laughs> mention, these two are engaged and they're going to be married in a month. Congratulations. Thanks. Thank I don't think you. we said that on the show, actually. Yeah. We were chatting about it no, beforehand. We, we kind of inferred that they had a relationship going, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, we didn't uh, officially, so yeah. I um, just met him right before we came out. <laughs> he seemed like a good guy. You know, he had a guitar in his head. <laughs> how, how bad could he be? <laughs> <laughs> guitar players are always safe, right? Yeah, uh, technically, I'm a bass player, so... Oh, that's true. Uh, that's true, well, too. Get out. Well, yeah, no, no. <laughs> Which is funny, because, you know, I see yeah. all these things on the internet where it's like, Oh, the bass players, you know, nobody ever likes them, and I get upset. Right, those, <laughs> those little memes where they yeah. have, like, the guitar, the drums, the bass, I know. I yeah. saw and one the other day. you do, the bass player's character is the only one without a name, and he's TB player, and I love that so much. <laughs> but then the Wolfman shows up. Well, yeah, he does show up. <laughs> right, that's right, that's right. Well, I, I saw a meme the other day. It was, like, they had the guitar player, and he had, like, two, it was, like, it was, like, bathroom, bathroom, people like mm-hmm. it looked like yeah. bathroom door people and it had thick guitar- stick figures yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thick stick figures and it had like the guy he had the guitar in his hand he had two girls and then it had the drummer and there was like a hundred girls like kind of like passed out and it had the bassist there was another bassist <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's about right nice. I, I had a friend once tell me he goes does anyone really care about the bass drive in any of these songs I'm like yeah actually actually the, the bass the is bass driving player the bus. Does. <laughs> right, there you go we all fight for our due when yeah. we, you know that's why it's called the bass it's the yeah, bass of the whole thing it's, it's the like, foundation that's why I like to sing a lot yeah. and yell, you know? yeah you're adding see how to add value how to bring the harmonies too, to right you yeah. gotta do what you gotta do so what's life like on Long Island as a punk rock band? It's pretty <laughs> great. I don't know. What do you feel, like, Amanda? I mean, I think it's a pleasant experience. You guys <laughs> getting? You guys get booked. You got gigs. You yeah, you got you getting paid. Like, yeah, what's what's the story? We're getting paid a little by little. We broke even. That's a good band. There are some of our shirt prints that we don't have anymore, yeah. which is kind of like cool to see. So we're, it's. Mm-hmm. It's cool. The more we've been playing, the more we've been um, finding more people that are, are looking for it, which is a great thing. So it's just the more we go out, the mm-hmm. kind of more energy we get back. Absolutely. Right? And what we're we're doing right now is we play a lot in the island. Uh, we play in the city. Uh, mm-hmm. We play Brooklyn. We really like Brooklyn. Cool. Um, and now we're starting to branch out. We played uh, MIT this year. We played at their thing called the Steer Roast, where they roast like a giant cow. There were fire dancers before us. It was an experience. It was great. I loved nice. it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Flames everywhere. There was fire <laughs> and Bad Mary. And then um, and we played uh, MIT. We played in the radio station. Um, then we went down to Philadelphia. We played at the Liberty Music Fest in Philadelphia. We played at the uh, a, a room call a uh, uh, club called the, the Grape, Grape Room. room. Which was awesome, and we're actually going back really there. Really cool inside too, like a lot of cool like murals and art and stuff. It's and a good rock club. Yeah, cool. yeah. and we're going back there in another week for a Halloween party, uh, and then or and need then costumes. We're, yeah, we do need costumes. <laughs> you think we'll of talk, anything? We'll talk about that. Zombie punk. Point. I mean, zombie zombies punk. are always in, zombies right? Are this cool. year, I just don't have any late liquid latex for my face. We can, we can <laughs> I just, you know, um, we can Amazon. <laughs> Now let me yeah. ask you, why on Bad Mary? Where did that come from? Um, word soup. Uh, <laughs> you want to take the lead on that one, Amanda? Um, we we were called something else at first. That uh, if you Google searched it, there were like a bunch of other bands. Well, there that's, were clubs. There that's were, when we were uh, uh, a, a cover band. Um, and we were looking, I think, start originals, and we were kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, do we stick with with this and try to go off from there, or is this the point where we kind of like, okay, let's 
you know, re regroup and just kind of put forth a new mm-hmm. a new thing. And because it was taken a lot, we were kind of like, you know what, this it, we were Madame X is what it was. And that's kind mm-hmm. of that's a painting. There's a, a mm. bar called that. There was like a another band from Europe that was called that because we kept getting random Facebook people thinking that we were them. And we're like, no, we're not. So we're like, <laughs> we're already getting confusion and we haven't even put anything out. So let's free publicity yeah (laughs) so so what we did is um we had this long we have a long bad mary facebook conversation that we were going back and forth for probably about a couple of weeks and and it was just like well yeah but like for the band name (laughs) we scrolled all the way up i think Mm -hmm. it would take me like until (laughs) it'll take you a year yeah um so we had i'd um, miss all the current conversations (laughs) there you go we uh we we were kind of bouncing name ideas off each other and we wanted to make sure that the dot com wasn't taken or we wanted to make sure that there were no other bands with the name stuff Mm. like that and uh, we wanted to make it memorable we wanted to somehow make it punky sounding um, make it something that slightly lets you know that we have a female front 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 woman and Mm -hmm. then uh, and then um, clarity was a big thing because you go to you go to a lot of shows and you you're like Hi, thanks for coming. Where and like you can't hear right. anybody. Warm cabbage. Or like it's like oh, they're great. Why they call? I don't know, but this was a great show. And then you leave and you never know. Good point. What yeah, it was. That does happen a lot. Yeah. Yes. So uh, one of David's actually Sue, I think, is it's the one David's that David's wife, wife yeah. Sue um, brought this up. You want something that you can scream across a parking lot and have be clearly understood. Cool. And that was like the final like descriptive of like it's clear, it's punchy. You know, there's a girl here. You know, you're gonna have. If you don't know the band at all, you know something's gonna happen because it's like, man, what is that? Um, I gotta say that's like the most thought first. behind any band name and I've ever heard. Weird. Yeah, because most people are like, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> we just yeah. like they got well, drunk that, one night and picked the name. What we did the first time, I think, like we had talked about Madame X for a yeah, while, but yeah. that was what we kind of had did the first mm-hmm. time when we ran into so many like issues with that. That that's why we didn't do that when we kind of were going for the okay. Well, what's it? What's it really going to be? What are we settle? What what are you know? What sure. are we putting out there now? And then uh, um, and, and then what happened is is we yeah s- I didn't like it at first because yeah. I was woken up to hey David had this idea and I was like oh, yeah, leave me alone did really like that I'm sorry I was and then rapt. and then uh, David went and designed our logo which um, he did a really uh, I think a great job on the logo I think the logo is memorable it's our drum skin uh, our bass drum skin uh, head uh, head rather and then. Um, we use that logo for everything. It's memorable. It's bright for some reason. Oh, yeah, we got that for Bill for his birthday. It's the pinkest <laughs> of the fun. pink uh, mm-hmm. uh, that we could have picked, and we picked pink and black, so it would be punky and bounce right off of it. And uh, to this day, I think it's been pretty good for us. Uh, people know who we are, at least by name. Um, our name does stand out uh, when we've played uh, a lot of shows. But yeah, we've been playing a lot, too. Uh, we went down to Delaware. We played something called the Dewey Beach Music Conference, which was so cool. That was really fun. And then, uh, yeah, we, we actually... Uh, Where's the furthest you guys have traveled yet so far? That Probably that. Delaware. We did that in a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that cool. was rough. And, and came back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we <laughs> we went... Uh, we started our trek at about 4.30 or so, mm-hmm. I guess. Around yeah, there. you guys picked me up from work at like yeah. 4.30. Our set was at 11, so we get there at like 9.30 or so. We play at 11. We hang around for like... Because mm-hmm. we want to actually like meet the people that are there and not go right back, even uh-huh. though it's like midnight. So we head back at like one thirty, I guess, no, and then I, everybody had work the next day. I think we oh, worked the next day. Yes. We walked into the house at like five, and so you know, got some <laughs> got some sleep and then got up for work. But yeah, you know what? That's it was. You know what though? It wasn't it was nearly great. as bad. It, no, had a great time. I had a great time. I would and do it again. Yeah, we. Uh, I would like to stay there longer. 
yeah that's a good conference uh it's a really good time but yeah you know we play with uh there's a really good punk rock collective to come back to your long island um, Mm -hmm. question (laughs) there's a really good punk uh, punk rock collective on this island um we play a lot with a handful of uh punk bands on the island um our friends in the samurai pizza cats are a big ska band ska punk band um there's another ska punk band called the crisis crowns that we've played with a bunch we're actually playing a christmas party with them our buddies in flak jacket who we're playing halloween we're playing punktoberfest with them and halloween with them oh yeah that's out east right that's out that's out in patchogue right yeah Yeah. uh yeah yeah that's for the great south bay and then um yeah there's like all new episode that we play with there's yeah, mega weapon nice. and then our friends jay and the nines from brooklyn so oh, we got a lot of shout outs to give on sorry. this one yeah sorry, guys. <laughs> that's okay am i am i wrecking everything i just want to <laughs> let you guys know out there He's that so there, excited. there are sure. punk rock bands out there on long island that are doing this find thing. them and, listen uh, to their music and we you know playing with playing with playing with basket case was a lot of fun too. yeah we I had a lot of fun that night when we did that so yeah i don't even we uh, have, we've never mentioned we that haven't talked podcast. about it on our show at all well then so it, the secret's out joe and i are in a <laughs> green day tribute band <laughs> called oh, basket case i'm sorry that blew your cover yeah <laughs> no it's all good i, I just mean, don't think it ever came up it's just <laughs> yeah weird, weird um we're yeah. always talking about movies so. oh, this, is, this is how we met these two I, I like was movies. by going and uh they, you guys opened for you us. opened yeah. for us as madam x Years ago. Years ago, a long yeah. time ago. You opened for oh us as Madame X. Was that with the um the me first and the gimme gimme? Me, uh, was, me, yes. was me next and the gimme more. Yes. I thought that name was amazing. Yes. I still think it's amazing. That was a re- <laughs> was that a, that was at Revolution, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah or yeah. Ollie's po- Ollie's point. I, I think at, Ollie's the time. at that point. Yeah. Oh, Whatever geez. it was. Oh, I feel old now. Yeah, we're all getting old. That's yes. okay. You're no, still younger than us, so don't yeah. worry. <laughs> now your guys' music was also in a film. Is that correct? Oh yeah. Um. Well, a couple. Um. Well, the one. Um. Just recently, something got licensed, yes. right? Recently, La- well, last year there was um, it was an independent film. Actually, a friend of ours uh, was working on it and and got in touch with us. And one of our songs is in that. Um, I haven't seen it yet, though. I still want to. It's called Viral Beauty, so it was kind of doing oh, that's like the, the yeah. The, and that's the one like Perez Hilton is attached to. Is I, that I right? Think and, so yeah, because oh, okay. I saw the trailer online. I think I, we were chatting about that last night, right? It's the Perez Hilton. So what did you guys? You were in the movie? No, no, no he no, just no. had a song oh, okay. in that one. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. But then the uh... the one we just got licensed for um, for those of you who are fans of old B movies, uh, Roger Corman um, did a I guess a pseudo sequel to Death Race two thousand called Death Race twenty fifty that takes place fi- <laughs> obviously fifty years after Death Race two thousand. And uh, we had two songs licensed for it. We're not sure if they're in the actual film yet, but we know that they Roger have been licensed. Roger Corman at Comic-Con cool. told David that, yes, they are in the film. Cool. So. Awesome. Good. Yeah, Good. so we got two so songs licensed for that. that. That's, um, congratulations. That's a big for deal. for that looks so far. I'm just, so, I'm just excited to see that. that. Those were words that came out of my mouth, I promise. Which, so which songs were licensed? There can... Sucks to be you, um, which is off of Killing Dinosaurs. I think both of them off of Killing are. Dinosaurs and Hanging Around. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys acted as well in no. some of them? No, oh, in, in, no. In, 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 unfortunately, okay. no, not yet. We're we're friends do a web series uh, called Blake and Beef that we uh, we are in, and a couple of our songs have been used too. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's being uh, that's put in post post production right now. Internet cool. And yeah, but uh, towards the end of the month. Yeah, actually, that debuts on October twenty fourth. But yeah. Death Race two thousand fifty comes out in early two thousand seventeen. Cool. We'll be looking so for fun. that. Hopefully, maybe you can introduce us to the creators, and we can have a, them on the show as okay. well. So yeah, we'll, we can, we can, cre- we can we'll complete the yeah. circle of life. Performance. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's responsible mm-hmm. for the um, the original Little Shop of Horrors before like the musical. The musical. Right. Sure. He's also responsible for the Fantastic Four movie in the '90s that never saw a release. Um, it's, oh wow! It's probably better than all the other Fantastic Four movies they've made. But yeah, there's Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. It's like uh. a legend. 
Of, but you can't um, see it anywhere, or you, you can. You can get it on like DVD. Okay. Uh, you can, or you can find it on YouTube. It's probably there illegally. Gotcha. Um, you know, don't break the law, guys. But you know, oh, check there. it out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's also something that he did. But uh, yeah, no, he's a, you know, everyone. Roger Corman. You know, you look him up if you're not familiar with him. He did so much old. Like he's responsible for a lot of of our famous directors right now he would pretty much give them no budget and just be like make a movie mm-hmm. um, Martin Scorsese is the one name that pops out of my head that I think worked with him a lot um, I don't know if George Lucas and Steven Spielberg did but they might have I don't know I have okay. to do my research it's been a while since I read up on him but cool. uh, a lot of a lot of, a lot of that stuff so Death Race 2050 is ridiculous and looks awesome and <laughs> I can't wait to see it and hopefully our songs are in the movie so, <laughs> so but they too. have been licensed they have been licensed so well how would you like to play us another tune? Sure, we and can then do we'll that. come back and chat a little bit more. And what song you guys want to play for us next? Um, this one is uh, yeah, we're playing Trouble. Trouble. Um, this song is uh, not not one that we do live that much. Um, for some reason, we're uh, it's definitely something that uh, I think is better suited for like an acoustic performance. Uh, it's a slower song. It's a little bit darker. This one was also written differently. Um, yeah. Than mm-hmm. the other ones, the ways that Mike described before. So me, Mike, and my dad actually sat down and kind of put the music behind it, and I made up just like notes to it. So the lyrics I wrote the day we recorded it. Cool. So this the song. Yeah. So they must have been flowing. Special, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh, they were flowing. Awesome. All right. So you ready?
Badass. Awesome, guys. That's a hit right there, if I ever heard one. That is a hit. really good one. Yeah. That's really awesome. I'm excited. Yeah, we're going to cut these into actual music videos for you guys, too. So you'll have... Nice. We'll have the whole podcast, but we'll... Very cool. We'll separate You'll have the music you. videos. Like that. You cool. guys can have them, all that stuff. Thanks. You could tell that that was a different style. Like, you mm-hmm. introduced it. You could tell it went somewhere else. But I, re- I enjoyed that. That yeah. was good. Thank um, you. Yeah, it's definitely something that was a little different. Um, you know, even... It's slower. It's slower electric, which is weird. Um, it was one of those things where we started playing it acoustic. Amanda and I just for, you know, kicks. We were playing um, in our living room. I would play it, and I was like, you know, I just... It needs for acoustic. I want to play it quicker. Um, because it's heavier when it's ele- when it's electric, so you can kind of give it that Sink weight. Sink into it, yeah. And right. uh, acoustic-wise, it's like we got one guitar and a voice. We need to kind of do something to try. I mean, we're always playing stuff way too fast. Like, we're always playing stuff <laughs> faster than the recording. So it's one of those things where it's like, this one actually definitely is also faster than the recording, but it's actually one of our slower songs that we've written. It's probably one of our longest songs. It's probably like four minutes long. It's like, takes three sure. months to listen to it. So yeah. <laughs> you know, I think most of our songs are under three minutes, if not under two. So. Yeah. Well, but it's nice to have different versions of it. Yeah. Also. That's yeah. what's cool about it. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what we're trying to do. And Amanda, I think, did a really cool job with the lyrics on that one. Uh, I had no lyrics. So I was just like, I don't know, just take it and run with it. And I, I think we were well, doing American we Idiot were, at that time. We were doing American Idiot at that time. Um, and uh, your character at that time kind of was going she through... She was in a strange relationship in that show. So it was like mm-hmm. kind of... The lyrics to that were kind of like an outlet to the character's frustration, which is strange, but I had like a lot going on during that time. So it was kind of like, how do I make this all make sense at once? And it just kind of like... And it worked. I mean, the song, I think I really, awesome I really like that song. I really like yeah. how it came together. Absolutely. And is that what, so when was that recorded? That's on a, one of the, that's yeah, on an album now or it's coming? Save the World. Yeah, that's, that's definitely on. Um, So that was the, the, yeah. the 2016. Mm-hmm. The, the latest one. release. Yeah. yeah, the latest release. Um, we, um, we recorded that around the same time as we recorded Killing Dinosaurs. We recorded a lot that like that summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we, we we were going to originally release a full album. We were going to release, release a second full album called We Could Have Saved the World. And uh, we were talking to people, and they're like, you know what? It's going to be very hard for you guys to get reviews. It's going to be very hard for the music to get out there if it's a 12-track It's um, also just LP. more options. Like at, yep. at shows now, it's like, hey, we have EP, album, this, and that. And like, it's mm-hmm. just not everybody wants a full. a full. You know, and if they do want, everything's available. There's, so, like, a, there's just, a ton of people out there that are now saying, like, the music business is dead. It's you just can't, different. You can't go it's, out and, like, do you make your money off of touring? Do you make your money off of album sales? Well, album sales are kind of shot yeah. because people go on Spotify iTunes and, and go, I like this one song. You don't buy an album. And even that, it's not, they don't even buy anything. They just yeah. go on Spotify and listen yeah. to it. And, um, you know, it's great for us for, for exposure. It's great for us for people to hear us because now we have fans kind of. I mean, I paid the world. us Finding at you, right? least like point zero 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 seven cents from you know listening to us on Spotify, That's just awesome. my own stuff. You know, if we get That's six me. cents for every thousand plays, that'd be great. But like the thing <laughs> with that is that you know. Um, I think that's there's a little bit of a, a weird mentality where people feel like they don't have to pay at all for music, um, and while it's great for us to get our music out there, and we want as many people to listen to it as possible, and it's not like one of those things where it's like I want my money, you know. Um, <laughs> It's one of those things where it's like, that's the mentality right now, so we got to run with it. And yeah. luckily for us, it shows. P- 
people really like buying the physical CDs still. Uh, they still will buy our EPs. Punk fans are old school. Yeah, but even like I like kids. that about them. I just went to a Descendants show on Saturday. Oh, you did? Oh, my I wanted to go. So, <laughs> like, so I'm the one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which was awesome, right? I mean, yeah. it's like those guys are just, they have such a great story. I'm great. dying to see the documentary that was made on them. That's It's on. It's available on Amazon Prime. But um, they just have, I, they were at um, Riot Fest in Chicago, yep. and I didn't get to see them there. And then they were here in New York, so I got to got to go see them. But we, yeah, the old school fans—they're just so much cooler. It's which just, weird though is too. Is we even though noticed that for us, with like the younger people, we'll still buy stuff. We'll still buy the CDs, like well, because they're probably influenced by their old yeah. school parents Absolutely. that are yeah. getting them into that stuff, Absolutely. right? I mean, there was one show we played that um, I think was in all ages, and we we didn't yeah. know it or something. And the band that went on right before us had like their entire high school there. And they were a young band. They were like a young ska band, I want to say. Yeah, they were like right? a young funk great. ska thing. They, they were, were great, like, really I great. had so much fun. Like, they were young and great. And nice. cool. their crowd was amazing. But we realized, like, they were still staying because all of their parents had to come pick them up. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, oh, my God, they're going to be here for And, like, the way that they, like, wanted to know more about stuff and just wanted to know, like, when more shows like this were happening, it was, like, very cool to see because it was all these, like, high school kids desperately looking for, like, where can we get more of this? What it, And it's just... Like, nice. Because they listen, because they listen to the radio, yeah. and this is not on it. Yep, and they yeah. exactly. So it's like, what is this? They, it's, it's like they're discovering well, something. It's like I don't know if I would have been able to get through high school without punk rock. Like right. I'm gonna yeah. say that right now. I mean, it's my favorite, you know, genre of music. If I didn't have, you know, a CD binder with, um, with, um, oh my god, Green CD Day's binders. complete discography, mm-hmm. all of Rancid's like stuff. Um, Bad Religion, Descendants, Ram- Ramones, all those bands. You can name them. If I didn't have a, a binder, a CD binder full of that, Bouncing Souls, whatever, um, I don't think I would have got through high school. I think I think for me, uh, and like what's funny is that you always hear, you always listen to people, and, I, and this always offends me. Uh, you always listen to like musicians who are like, oh yeah, I started out playing punk rock, and then I obviously grew up. And it's like, well, maybe you're just a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> like... like <laughs> Like and you didn't really play punk yeah, music. If like, you could say something like that, right? Yeah. Come on. I mean, like, well, I like Green this. Day. Green Day gets a bad rap all the time by real musicians, right? I mean, it's a bunch of BS. We know it's a bunch of BS. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to see them try to write Dookie. I would like to see another real musician try to write that album. Like, oh, go go out and try to do brilliant. it. Try to write something that that sounds that good. Uh, try to write American Idiot. You can't. Exactly. Um, and I will defend Green Day to for <laughs> till the day I die because the first band I ever ever really got into. Uh, I was born in 1986, so Dookie came out when I was eight. Um, Insomniac was the first album I saved up my allowance for for an entire summer to buy. Nice. Um, <laughs> you know, I played St. Jimmy. Uh, that it's a band that's very, very close to 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 my childhood. So well, seeing, I will defend that band American forever. Seeing American Idiot on Broadway was technically like our, our first date. date. The first date. Oh, cool! Was, oh, that's outrageous. I had already like knew each other, so we were like had heard that it was closing, and I think it didn't close for, still for a while. Yeah, after yeah. we were like, no, there's a rumor that it might be closing. We need to see it now. So we kind of like planned. Did to you go Did you get a chance to see it when Billy Joe played? Them? No, no, uh, no, I did. Yeah, we got to see Billy. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. Um, that's sick. Did you guys ever have an opportunity to play CBGBs, or did you miss that whole thing? Um, I didn't play it, but I had gone in high school. Um, okay. I we never got it was closed by the time we started sure. playing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we played. I played a bunch of. I played Don Hills in the city. I've played a bunch of those type of like Lower East Side um, places. We've played. Um, 
we played the Lit Lounge when it was still open. That became like a little oh. Lower East Side kind of spot. And uh, the Trash Bar in Brooklyn. Oh, oh yeah. The Trash Bar. Now, they're closing, there. too. They closed. They, they closed, closed, right? Are they year. moving? Didn't I hear they were moving? They're moving I'm, to Bushwick, just like <laughs> Trash and Vaudeville is moving happening. to a less expensive place. I don't know if they're actually moving or if they had to sadly close. Um, trash Bar was great. I loved it there. Trash yep. Bar was awesome. Um, we played I a need pl- to bring that dress back. I made a dress out of a trash bag and... <laughs> A garbage bag. It was great. So I you had your own clothing that. clothing line. Yeah. I was right? such a designer that day. <laughs> nice. Oh, so couture. <laughs> Please find a man's clothing line. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. DIY yeah. to the max, though, right? You know. Yeah. Uh, I gotta do that. I forgot about that. Yeah, you gotta make a garbage dress. That's awesome. That'll be the new style. It'll yeah, catch ev- on. Everyone's yeah. wearing yeah. trash. Absolutely. So was Green Day, like, would you say Green Day is your first band that you, you said that's the first album you say that. What Me, about you, Amanda? Personally? What was your, like, first love band that you kind of, um, sings, songs you used to sing along to? What's or, funny, you know? I grew up clearly with my dad. Yes. So I listened to a lot of what he listened to in the house because it wasn't like I had to go out of my way to find music. It was always, like, my uh, grandmother, his mom was a big band singer his sister plays the oboe. Like, there's everybody has music in my family. So I grew up like listening to um, the Police is still my favorite band cool. now, but that was definitely one of the CDs. Like Sting in any capacity was always uh-huh. on. But he listened to everything, like a lot of Chicago, um, mm. a lot of he liked Super Tramp. We listened to like Huey <laughs> Lewis, oh, Vanilla Boston, Fudge. Vanilla Fudge. He loved them. Grand Funk Railroad. He loved them. Um, me personally, like I. So that's what I started out with, but mm-hmm. then. Um, Blair, my friend Blair actually gave me a burned copy of Dookie that she had drawn all over in Sharpie. And that was one of like my first CDs that I had independently of my parents like music. Sure. So that that was something that. Yeah. And I mean, the reason why we we, um, Amanda (laughs) loves the police. So the reason why the first CD that I did buy for myself, though, ever was uh, Goo Goo Dolls Dizzy Up the Girl. Nice. (laughs) Nice. I remember that vividly at Tower Records. And I thought that the title meant something like dirty i had no idea so i like went to the person behind the counter is like it can be like do you have this one and she kind of looked at me like yeah did you have did it have have like the explicit lyrics on it or something no it didn't even really like yeah you were reading in more to it than it actually was i was just afraid i was gonna get in trouble i don't know (laughs) too bad tower records and places like that closed that's such a good experience even just to go hang out we would go there all the time yeah album there were sometimes where uh, my dad and i would go and not really looking for a specific album but just look at the covers and there were a couple that was just like let's get this what is this about well that's something to be said too about album art i I mean there are still people putting out uh, i know we keep bringing up green day but uh the new uh album with bang bang on it um has awesome awesome album art but do you get the album? The people aren't really getting the album. Are, are you guys into the art that goes on to your albums that you're putting out? Um, and what are you? who's doing that and how are you putting that together? Well, the first album is just our logo. Um, David did that. Uh, the second the, album... The first album was very, like, we did a lot No of budget. No, yeah, it was pretty yeah. much yeah. us on our own. Yeah. And it was like, we really want to make this happen. We're just yeah, we wrote it. these and great songs. And we David, put David did a lot of work on that. Mm-hmm. David, like, so. on, David's, a, David's a designer. Sure. So um, we're lucky that he has just amazing skills when it comes to that stuff and uh we're in if uh i think always gonna indebted to him for that because like you know he's just good with that stuff and he and the album um though it's simple it's just our logo um it's the whole it's black you know black uh, album with you know the the pink and white logo and it just pops and it just you can it's easy to see um for the second e for the eps we wanted to do um we wanted to do photos uh photo covers so like covers of the band so we went to uh 
we went to a certain spot that we probably sh- shouldn't have gone to um, and took yeah, pictures in Kings Park. Good, good spot. Um, I know the spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to a spot in Kings Park and took pictures with our good buddy, uh, Nick, who's our, been our photographer forever, and he's awesome. Uh, we, we love him as a human being and as a photographer, and he took some awesome pictures of us for these these second EPs, or which was going to be an album at that point in time. And um, we want to do photos. So now for our next EP, which is going to be called Glitter Bomb, uh, we want to figure out some cool artwork that I we can do for it. I just want a glitter cannon at some point. <laughs> file, with glitter with, file of glitter with every album. That's so. cool. Glitter, uh, glitter is the worst thing on the planet Oh, it's the me. worst. It's the worst. <laughs> it never goes the worst. away. It's, it's, no. uh, Dimitri Martin always had the thing. It's, you know, it's the herpes of the art it's, world. It's the herpes <laughs> of makeup also. I had, I've been in um, Rocky Horror a couple times and covered in glitter throughout that. And it will be on you for the well, next several years. Uh-huh. Actually, yeah. not to tie all this together, when, I pl- when, we, when we did American Idiot last summer and I, when I played St. Jimmy, I had a pocket full of glitter that I would drop on the two characters at some point to, I was like I don't know I asked them if I could do it and they so said yeah so <laughs> so I had this glitter in my pocket and I use it and the glitter still finds a way onto me it's on my phone still it's red glitter also. it's red glitter so it's specifically red glitter <laughs> yeah and I'll still like I'll look up and he'll have like a piece of glitter like under his nose I think because it's when I wear those from? pants it's still you in the, the strip pocket. club again and no <laughs> um, that red glitter it's it's in my, the pockets of my my jeans you just the, like to keep just glitter in your pockets you know what the thing is is I just pour glitter on myself every day yeah glitter fetish I've heard that I think that's the thing let's google it don't don't google it you might end up with some, you might have to clear the web history after that one. You might be. Oh, <laughs> oh, I got viruses again. Oh, damn it. You guys are awesome. Thanks. We loved having you on today. Awesome. You guys kick ass. You guys want to take us out with a song? Um, you good you wanna, for three? Or it's up to you another? guys. What do you want to do? Sure. Sure. We um, can do. Uh, we can do. You want to do better days? We can do better days. Sure. All right. Before they start, there. Uh, thank you to Bed Mary for coming in and hanging out with us. Uh, you guys are awesome. Thanks for playing. It's been awesome. You can find them on October twenty second at the Punktoberfest in Bayshore, New York. You can find them on October twenty eighth at the Rock and Roll Halloween with Bed Mary in East Northport, or you can find them on October twenty ninth in the Grape Room in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And for all their other information, you can go to badmary.com. Here is a looking oh so bright that they were full of shit. 
Come back down here once a week and just play stuff for me. <laughs> <laughs>